Welcome to another episode of Egypts of the World! Shoot into the sky. And today, we're going to go a little off radar, a little off piste here. We're going to. Spoiler stories. Yeah. Little E. Egypts. Local news. Yeah, local yokels. Local yokels, episode one. Canada. A couple of yo- local yokels. Look right? at this guy over here. <laughs> Look at this hockey puck. Oh, you, you, know, you don't you don't invoke that. Sure. Fuck around with somebody's a hockey puck. You, you, hockey pucks are hockey pucks. Guys are guys. You don't. Okay. No. No. This week on Egypts of the World, we have. Mascots being struck. We have mascots spreading venereal disease. <laughs> we have a, a light-fingered shoe stealer of North Dakota Pine. We have we have the shoe thieves, unfortunate shoe thieves of South America. <laughs> What should we do about the drunken sailors that we'll be talking about? <laughs> and finally, we have the robotic eye of Canadian immigration and the heartwarming story of how the wolves, or should I say the wolves, wolves ended up in the land of the maple leaf. Well, I'm going to listen to that. You should do. <laughs> then you'll have something to talk to your dad about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what ha- what's happened? What's what have you got? What's happening in local news? Now these are stories that mightn't have gone all the way to the fancy news. No, it's not about prime ministers, kings, dukes, and earls. This is about poppers and. Um... <laughs> it's about poppers. <laughs> it's about poppers and nitrous oxide. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, yeah, about uh, people that... Um, well, actually, and the first one is not... Uh, the first one has a very famous uh, person in it. Um, but doing something very small. Yeah, very odd. Uh, Conor McGregor, who Conor you, McGregor. you all know from your home country. For the fighting. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, read. the fighter, not just the guy, Conor McGregor. I'm sure there's about 93 of them in no. your fucking neighborhood alone. But. Every one of them will strangle you for money. <laughs> Conor McGregor actually means something in Irish. <laughs> yeah, you you get it you get it after you get it after you've been to jail. That's yeah. Once once you strangled a man for a tenner, it's a title. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they actually uh, it's a ceremony every year at, at City Hall. That's you, it. you come and get your Conor McGregor. There you go. There's your ten euros. Great strangling. <laughs> now before you pronounce you a Conor McGregor, can you walk like a prick? <laughs> Magnificent. Yeah. Hey, 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 before you... Check his tattoos. Has he got the tattoos of a prick? Let's have a look. Let's, Let's just take a look see. here. They are fucking... You look like a prick. Oh, that's a... That's, a, that's two arms of terrible ideas. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have to say, you do look scary in pants. Are you willing to dry hump other men in a cage? <laughs> you, my friend, 
are now the 94th Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like uh, the Oil Dalai his Lama. beard with the ointments. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a Lamborghini and see if he's a prick. <laughs> Here's all the Lamborghinis offer for 94th Conor McGregor. Yeah. If you go for the lime green, you're one. Of yeah, them. it's the test. It's how they find the new Dalai Lama. <laughs> Out of all these different colors, what would you think would be most appropriate for your <laughs> You, my friend, are the next Conor McGregor. <laughs> you have a choice. Start a charity that will help homeless children in the developing world. Or hawk a shite brand of whiskey. <laughs> Correct answer. Yeah, we didn't even get through question B, and he took it. (laughs) He took it before he knew. (laughs) He just so didn't want to do the first one. So Conor McGregor is in the news. He was in uh, Miami. Uh, The NBA finals are going on. Miami is playing um, the The Denver Nuggets. Nuggets. Yes. Jokic. That's right. The Joker. Because he got nicknamed where where no original people lived. (laughs) Okay, we worked really hard on this nickname, Jokic. I hope you like it. Because we stayed up all night thinking of it. So sit down. And we really want you to simulate into our culture. Mr. Jokic. Jokic, joke. It's going to be Jokic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you don't want a J pronounced, don't bring a J. You know, seven foot of fun. Uh, I assume back in Serbia, you were a bit of a, bit of a rouse about a laugh a minute. I play ball. Throw ball. Catch ball. Jump. Throw ball. Catch ball. That. Jump. That is so funny. That is funny. Oh my god. <laughs> you. You are the Joker. <laughs> Don't blow up a hospital. <laughs> Just as a nurse. <laughs> I know. I jump, catch ball, throw no, ball. No, that's actually, a, that's, that's Serbian advice. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's an old saying. <laughs> By old, I mean 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blow up hospital, you giant monster. Don't dress up as nurse and blow up hospital. Can we have a new verse to happy birthday? That, that's just really... Yeah, I have to say, Serbians, I'm sure there's, like, like everywhere else in the world, there's good people, right? You know, but the Serbians, they don't have an easy pass at the ball because so many of their men's names just sound like monsters. Slobodan. Vojslav. Whoa. You know what I mean? Godzilla just cocked an eye. They're yeah. both coming. <laughs> Zoran. <laughs> Zoran. You know what I mean? It, I'm sure in you know in Serbian and in Serbia, Zoran is like Steve or, or Chris. Yeah, like are, are all the wizards called Greg and Edward? <laughs> Edward the wizard. <laughs> Terrifying, monstrous, strange name. W in middle name. W right in middle of name. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe like in Serbia, you know, it's it's the other way around. Maybe in Serbia, it's yeah. like in there when they hear Zoran, it's like boppy bop, here comes Zoran. Oh oh, I lose my mitten down the well. <laughs> yeah, 
be a hell of a hell of a ball player. They all, yeah, they all are. Who's the they? Who are you theying? The Serbians. They got a good team. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I'm sucking up to them now because they and might the have thought we were. Yeah, I was sucking up because yeah, they might have taken that other stuff personally. <laughs> The, the yeah the the nurse in the hospital thing so I thought yeah just yeah, yeah. last thing they remember is he complimented a basketball team and you, by the way I have no idea whether or not Serbia has a good basketball team they could just like yeah he could have gone to school in America and just learned basketball but probably know. great probably great at basketball sure they got some incredible bridges across the Danube I can tell you that for nothing oh well thank there you, you go. I wouldn't have paid for that. Uh, <laughs> By the way, <laughs> that information would not have uh, prized even five pounds out of my wallet. But apparently the best music festival in Europe is in Serbia. Is it? Yes. Is it? It's called the Exit Festival in the second city of Novi Sad. It's in a giant castle by the Danube. Like, and are all the gigs in the, the rooms of the castle? I assume so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who we got down in the Oubliette tonight? Marilyn Manson. <laughs> That beautiful people that don't. don't. In the oubliette. Yeah. Nice. Very That's <laughs> who's up who who's up amongst the crenulation? <laughs> of course. It's in the legend slot this year. <laughs> Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Oh night long. <laughs> Yeah. Very possibly Serbia. Yeah. Don't don't sing that gibberish uh, language. Apparently, it means something in Serbian. It's very, <laughs> very. They're dark. not happy about it. <laughs> See how they throw a bouncy ball around. <laughs> That's how they throw a seventy-year-old head around. Yeah. Yeah. So Conor McGregor was at the uh, the finals are on, and they decide to do a bet. They they, they you know they 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 prearranged it with them. Uh, and the, he's, he's sitting courtside, and the Miami Heat uh, mascot, I don't know what is, the, the, the humidity or whatever. <laughs> the humidity. Yeah. The, the smuggled cigar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <a little> Just <laughs> Here he comes, old smugly the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and there's they're they're doing a bit where uh he's gonna he's he's got like uh oversized boxing gloves on and he's gonna fight connor for um you know smugly is halftime smugly yeah, the cigar yeah, yeah smugly so you know he's doing this all the whole jerry lewis sort of <laughs> how, how does a cigar have arms <laughs> <laughs> or these big shoes don't ask questions yeah yeah and i guess you know maybe i don't know if connor would had been drinking or or what or just thought that that, that that's not where the guy's head was because <laughs> he 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 flashed a he, he flashed a punch last time. I it, it, it knocked Aldo out. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he really punched this mascot. <laughs> and I know he was just aiming for the big fluffy head, but uh, you know, there's head in there. There's human the, yes, head in exactly. there. Exactly. Within like, the joke head <laughs> is the head head. <laughs> yeah, and um, those those heads are not typically designed. To fight off UFC fighters, no. No. No, no. <laughs> like that's not what they wear when they're training against each other. Like, oh, it's okay. I'll just put on a big fox head, and then you know your punches won't mean anything. No. 
No, if anything, it exacerbates. You know exactly. They, those those costumes, those heads were designed to fight off uh, children's TV presenters. <laughs> <laughs> well, also uh, as as a former mascot myself, I can tell you, unless you do something that's visible through the eye oh, yeah, sorry, hole. Sorry, just one second here. I know so that was a lot to take in really quickly. <laughs> We've known each other a long time. I know a lot of the hinterland of your life. I know that you used to sell um, hot tubs. Yes, I did. I I'll still that. get you into a model if you need it. You know. What are you looking for, a condo? I'm looking for the, the, the glutinator 5000. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it. How many jets? How many jets you want? I want the full Benny. <laughs> you got it. So, <laughs> so I am. So you were a mascot. I was. I was uh, from the ages of, uh, I believe, 17 to 19. I was uh, one of the uh, foxes at Sea Fox. Um, it was the rock and roll radio station in Vancouver. Right. And, uh, and you got around in Vancouver in a fox costume. I did. I did. And how did the junkies take that? Not well. Not well. It's got to be a weird day for a junkie. You're jonesing for a fucking fix, and next next thing there's a fucking fox coming out. There's you. a fox that uh, is arguably as drunk as you are. <laughs> <laughs> this this isn't one of those straight edge, hard working foxes. <laughs> no, no. You know how much I drank, like when I was in my 20s. Now, can you imagine how much I drank when I was in, in a costume? <laughs> in a I, teenager, in a costume. Like, I had a, you know, you just, you, you can do so much more the younger you are. And, yeah, I was... And but the more drunk you are in a fox costume. The better. The more drunk, the better. And this is what I'm telling you about those costumes is if you don't, if you don't put whatever you're doing in the sight line of the eye, like there's a mesh hole, yeah. uh, there's no way to defend it. Like you can't see that punch coming. So like even if you were a UFC fighter, you would still see it coming to an extent, but he just fucking clocked him and sent him to the hospital. <laughs> we knocked him out. Yeah. <laughs> in the game. Yeah, in the bit. They had to drag him off, and everybody was sort of like... Did they keep the head on as they dragged him off? That's the first rule, buddy. First rule. You got to keep that goddamn head on. That's so great. First rule, and you're not allowed to talk. Because what I used to do when I was a mascot is we'd... There was a... It was the Robson Granville thing, and you'd walk around dressed as a mascot, and then there was like a person that... Like a, like a, a, a... fucking what do you call them uh you make a date when you're a date and there's a somebody uh, um, not a concierge a chaperone. chaperone chaperone you had a chaperone with you yeah because people would constantly attack you like, <laughs> i i'd been like i had a bad chaperone once and i got punched fully in the back of the head at a high school <laughs> yeah but they would send but, you do you not mean a minder like a chaperone is there to protect sure, minor, young, yeah, yeah. Protect young pretty women from being groped. Yeah, no, we didn't have that. That's <laughs> <laughs> you mean like a bodyguard. 
Sort of, but they were often young, pretty women themselves. The yeah, they but they would be in like a tight Sea Fox t shirt and like so it didn't look like it didn't look like I had like a posse with me. Right. But and nevertheless, some, I mean if you're thinking, will I commit violence against a giant fluffy fox or just stare creepily at this young lady? Yeah. And the problem is sometimes um, people wouldn't piece together that you were together with that person. They, although they had a Sea Fox t-shirt on and you were dressed as a giant fox. Sometimes they were like, well, what if I punch this fox? <laughs> then uh, like, I'll be the fox. <laughs> I'll be the alpha fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I got fully clocked in the back. Could have killed me. Like uh, it was a, it was, <laughs> it wasn't a pleasant experience. What kind of man? Cold cocks, a fluffy fox. People are actually really dumb when it comes to mascots because they don't think the the you know, and especially the the kind of guy who punches a mascot is probably borderline Conor know, McGregor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 in contention to become the ninety fifth Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, that's how they find them. <laughs> Put an innocent, happy mascot out there. See if a fucking towel rag from Dublin fucking spanks them out for no good reason. Yeah. Man. So I went, I, there was the Robson Granville thing. And um, I used to just go into restaurants and um, ask if I could take the head off in the back room. Um, and uh, they were, you know, they'd usually be fine with it. And it was just a way, like, to get paid, but not really walk around dressed as a fox in downtown Vancouver. And I walked into one restaurant, and I'd, al- I'd already been to, like, four other restaurants. And they would all give you free beer, too. Like, they're just like, come back, yeah, yeah, have it, have it, you know. So I was pretty drunk, and I was dressed up like a huge fox. And I walked into this one restaurant, and uh, I was just going to do the same thing. And the bartender was like, hey, Mr. Fox, do you want a Jack Daniels and Coke? And I gave him the big thumbs up. And he was, he, he made like a special straw that could fit in the thing. And all these people are clapping along. And he's pouring, he's free pouring JD and Coke into a glass. And I'm like drinking it before. So he's just pouring it. So I'm glugging jack daniels mixed with coke yes uh and people are all clapping along and then i look to the side and i see my boss like the boss like the lady (laughs) she's having dinner in the restaurant so i'm like fuck so i hide behind the bar (laughs) and now i'm trying to crawl out of a restaurant behind this bar dressed as a huge fox (laughs) that is now like, as I'm sneaking out, I'm getting drunker and drunker because I've just glugged Jack Daniels. And uh, I came out of the restaurant thinking that I'd, I'd made it out without, you know, being seen. But there was a Japanese film festival on in the cinema. Like, Vancouver has a very uh, high Japanese population. It's enough that there was a film festival uh-huh. and a lineup of Japanese people down the block. And when I appeared in the midst of them, uh, they went mental. Like I was the Beatles. Like it just, they just really liked the thought of, of Mr. Foxy, <laughs> Mr. Canada Foxy's here. Yeah, and this was the back back when, like, no, you can didn't you know, like you had like like fun saver cameras, and they all wanted a picture. <laughs> and it cost With a drunky Foxy. <laughs> 
I just saw my boss standing in the window of the restaurant. I'm like, this is technically what I'm supposed to be doing. So let's tune in to 7.8 FM. <laughs> for, for all your foxy music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're not supposed to speak in the suit, sir. Fucking speaking in the suit. Fucking speaking in the suit. Yeah, you want to box? You think you're Conor McGregor? Do you want to be the 78th Conor McGregor? We had, I, we had at Altitude, first year of Altitude, our comedy festival out in the Alps, uh, to promote the festival, we designed a mascot. I was like, fuck, if I'm going to have my own festival, we're having a mascot. Yeah. And it, he was a Yeti, but he had a top hat, a dicky bow, spats and a cane. Sure. Right, and he was called the Abominable Showman. Wow! And many, many, many of us uh, shared the costume across that week. Now I don't, you know, this. not at the same time. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> I can't, I can't verify that for you. <laughs> now I don't, you know, this about people who actually work in ski resorts. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> I mean that in a nice way, but what if if one person gets something in a ski resort, they're all getting it. Yeah. Let's just say it's not a huge surprise that the first outbreak of COVID in Europe was in Ishkel. It's key resort people. But, you know, there's obviously, there's the mesh where, yeah, yeah, is where the human face is, usually further down the head or the neck area or whatever. But the mesh is right up against the human mouth and nose and the Yeti got the clap. Right? <laughs> Somehow, that so is not how you got the clap, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a long. I saw the Yeti got the clap, Glenn. <laughs> Genuine Yeti got got uh, mouth herpes, and everybody who wore the costume <laughs> ended up getting cold sores from the Yeti from the inside of the Yeti. That is not what happened. <laughs> I'm just telling you <laughs> that if you are going to be a mascot, did you take this? Uh, did you take this costume costume with you to Thailand too? <laughs> yeah, people. Anybody put it out again? End up getting herpes. It's the weirdest goddamn costume. Yeah, we try to. You can't wash the things, and that's the problem. That's one of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> So it looks. So it turns out both of us have spent time inside the suit. Yeah. As it's known in the business. Oh yeah. The suit. Yeah. You've been a fox. I've been a yeti. And we're better people for it. Yeah. You got drunk and I got the clap. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, neither of us got fucking punched in the head by a fucking gangster from Dublin. Yeah. It's like uh, the Canadian version of Jack and Diane. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Jack and Diane is. <laughs> Who's Jack John, and Diane? The John Mellencamp song. The John Cougar song. For fuck's sake. How, how on earth does anybody supposed to fucking know who John Mellencampy Cougar is? But nevertheless, that's what happens when you unleash a martial arts mixed, whatever the fuck he is. Yeah. Rowdy fuck. Boxer, showman. Rowdy fuck. Yeah. From Dublin. Getting a free shot in on a mascot. On old Smugly. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But I love... Poor guys I, in I, the hospital. What happened? 
Well, I, I, I put on a big, you know, big hat, big, big foam <laughs> face, and Conor McGregor punched me. I was having a wonderful time. <laughs> and then this little rowdy Irish man came up and went, I'll stop you, Will. Next thing I know, Tweety Birds all around my eyes. Why is he an Italian guy? I don't know. They travel. Yeah. They travel. Yeah, why not? Have you ever why seen, can't he be? And why can't he be? Have you ever seen, um, there's, I think it's on Twitter, it might be on, so it'll be on all of them at the stage, but anytime there's a, a major sad event in British football, they'll get all the players in a circle. Yeah. Yeah, at the start of the game, like bow their heads, like fair enough, no, no problems here, I'm not, you know, getting into that. But a lot of clubs will have the mascot there as well. Out of respect. Yes. And you'll have a giant teddy bear bowing its head. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with, with a poppy on. <laughs> In the 11th hour of the 11th day. We shall remember them. Whether they be man or plushy. <laughs> what your great-grandfather died for. Many, many mascots died in that war. Where's the... <laughs> Nobody ever remembers Goosey Goosington. <laughs> Lord Fluffcake. Back then, they didn't understand the condition. Quite often, the mascots were first over the line. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, boys. And by boys, I mean giant duck. <laughs> Lady Elmo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Bobby Bison. Back then, they didn't think a general could get syphilis, and that was a lot of the problem. <laughs> a lot of those ideas now, we look at them, and we I don't think that will confuse them. I think they'll just shoot that massive duck. I feel so terrible now. <laughs> I thought all that syphilis was from the French whores. <laughs> now I know. It was all from one yeti. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeti is loose on the Western Front. <laughs> slots, uh, slots of the mountains, that's what we call them. And on Christmas Day. <laughs> Herman the Hot Dog. Emerged from the German trenches. Hello! I've written my first joke in English for you. I'm Canis Mustard. Canis master, don't shoot! I'm Canis master to be your friend! <laughs> what do you think, boys? Send over Tommy Turtle! <laughs> what, yeah, back what? in those days, we didn't actually have a costume, we just had to make it out of mud and helmets. <laughs> Share us a story of an Egypt, an uplifting tale. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> a guy uh, was caught. He stole. There was a, a Wizard of Oz museum uh, somewhere in America. Um, I think North Dakota. Not Kansas? No. No. Fuck. That, that, that really feels Mistake like Mistake number one. <laughs> 
<laughs> everybody, <laughs> obscure Midwestern states. When you think of fucking Wizard of Oz, our survey says <laughs> North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> what? Desperately trying to chisel Toto's head onto the Mount Rushmore. Did you know it was actually five Totos? What? No. It was a lassie joke. Oh yes, I get it. I get it. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Go so on. There was a, a Wizard of Oz museum, and they actually had... Uh, Flying monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> they a road did. of gold. They did, but they, they forgot to put a roof on the on the cage. <laughs> and that, yeah, every time. Yeah, we got the map. Oh, no, they've all flown away. Oh, did you want to see you know, Toto's water ball? <laughs> so, what... Uh, so there's a Wizard had, of Oz museum in North Dakota, which, had, by the way, of is my favorite of the Dakotas. Yeah, yeah. South, it, South is just a little please, up themselves. Please, you're just a poor man's Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Is is this in Bismarck? Maybe. I don't. It's not the the where it is doesn't really matter. Sorry. Um, please. It. Yeah. They. They. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the story struck me as humorous, but a guy stole... They had a pair of Dorothy shoes, actual Dorothy-worn shoes. You mean the ruby slippers? The ruby slippers. Right. And a guy, a guy stole them. Really? <laughs> yeah. A straight guy stole them? Well, it didn't come up in the story, but I think we can assume. <laughs> I mean, like, but how, how would a straight guy have known what they were? Yeah, well, you wouldn't definitely. I mean, we're straight guys, but we've we've been in show business our whole lot of like like we're around. We 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 used to wear the suits, you know. (laughs) We, you know what I mean. We've been we've been in the performing arts long enough that we know the basics. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so he we know that the ruby slippers would be something of great value. Yeah, to our to our 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 friends of the June month. That's right. Um, friends of uh, Dorothy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, somebody stole it, stole the shoes, and apparently they're worth like a million dollars. Like, there's only five pairs of them, and uh, fucking that's a that's a bargain. Yeah, Dorothy's ruby slippers. Yeah. And and what like he got caught he, he like he was a couple of states away but uh, and they for the longest time they weren't sure if they were stolen because there was no signs of break in there was no um, there was no fingerprints no anything and they found them like uh, I think in South Dakota or whatever and I was just like and not not in Kansas surely that surely surely <laughs> not not return to the black and white of Kansas. <laughs> That's the first place you should have looked. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least follow a road. (laughs) Which one? Mm. Uh, Well, there's the normal one and there's this yellow one. (laughs) Made of bricks. Which is not something any fucking road is made of. Yeah, yellow bricks too. Yellow bricks. Why? Why? I could tell you, but it's boring. Now, I've given you the proviso, Glenn. No, tell me. Uh, the actual original novel that Wizard of Oz is based on is an allegory uh, on the uh, the gold standard. The 
people in in the the Great Plains of America were extremely fucking shafted during the Great Depression, and it was the rise of prairie populism. And there was a politician at the time called William Brian Jennings. Jennings Brian. I can never remember which way it was around. Um, William Brian Jennings. Jennings Brian. That, yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, and they were they 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 wanted to go to a silver standard. They thought the reason why these people in the plains were so poor is because the obsession with the elite with gold, and the yellow brick road is the obsession of gold. Wow, boring. I know. Don't worry. And I'm, like, I'm going to edit that. No, I, like is everything an allegory? Like, are the, who are the flying monkey? Oh no, the flying oh, monkeys. Oh no, <laughs> the flying monkeys are the bureaucrats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to the, just not watch this movie anymore? Yeah, the witches are uh, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Different stages in her career. All back, so All the witches are backstage Ellen DeGeneres. There's the, Even the good one? The good one is on stage Ellen DeGeneres. Ah, yes. That's clever. What oh, that's Ellen DeGeneres. The female American James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so so the, so they have they retrieved the ruby slippers yeah they got them they got them the shoes are him or them yeah yeah they got everybody and i just what do you mean everybody was there was a ring at them no no just this one guy one guy he stole the shoes and they they, they got him <laughs> did they ask him where he put them on or not i think it was just you know if if you have million dollar slippers and you don't sell them to you know the the the, the triads or whoever wants you know you know you, you have a fence yeah there'd be there'd be you go to you know what you do you steal the slippers and then you take a road trip to L A you go to West Hollywood you get in with the scene there you tell people what you got and then it's like Pulp Fiction like whoo, open the briefcase and yeah some big producer like it'll be like True Romance right. You just go to a gas station. You ask for their phone book. You've <laughs> flicked through Geffen, 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 Geffen. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Geffen, he'll buy them. And he did. Absolutely so. no doubt. Well, so the ruby slippers have been returned to their rightful place. Yeah. In the ruby slipper museum of North Dakota. I uh, think I think the museum went out of business. And now, they, they you know, whoever owned them got them back. I mean, it was probably the star of the show, you know. Yeah, it pretty much would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe, maybe, like, could anybody still be alive from that? Yeah, I suppose it would be the equivalent. If, you, if you're a Wizard of Oz museum in North Dakota and you lose the ruby slippers, it'd be like if, you know, you, you know the, the magic castle in Disneyland... If that was raised by the Mongols. <laughs> you know I mean? still, still all the food concessions, but in the middle is a, a, a smoldering mess <laughs> where Central Asian marauders have had their way. Yeah. Yeah. Mar- Marilyn Manson's managed to scurry out of the oubliette <laughs> into the hills. I keep in my head going, why is Marilyn Manson in an omelette? <laughs> Tell you why, because he's fucking cracked. That's what he is, that crazy <laughs> bastard. That crazy fucking bastard. There was a shoe... If we're talking about sh- shoe crime... 
Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. We're talking about true crime. Tonight, America takes a long look at true crime. 60 Minutes <laughs> with Brian Surname. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to trod through the streets of America. Shoes are being stolen. That's what this is about, my friend. Strap yourself in. I'm strapped. Or lace yourself up, should I say. Or Velcro yourself across. <laughs> or just slide your foot into the Oh yeah. Into As I crop. get older, that's all I wanna do. That's I all I wanna do. I can't reach them anymore, let alone fasten things. It's it's time to get somebody out of the oubliette to start <laughs> tying up my shoes. Yeah. So there was a shoe crime in just a couple of months back in uh i think it was colombia it was definitely south america but i think it was colombia armed robbery of a high-end shoe warehouse wow the the shoes were high-end the warehouse was standard right right <laughs> well they start looking for the imelda marcoses <laughs> one of the most violent gangs to ever come out of colombia the warehouse, so amazing. <laughs> Solid gold. <laughs> Solid gold warehouse. Shoes inside, pretty standard. I'd like to change that last to a Melda Narcos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and mm, on the nose. Oh. Melda's mm-hmm. son is now the president of uh, the Philippines. Did you know that? Uh, I did. And his name is Bong Bong. What? It's hard. I would, I would really struggle to um, obey a president called Bong Bong. <laughs> you know what I mean? You listen to me as your president, President Bong Bong. It may, it's just the. I think it's the. It's the repetition. Yeah, he would have broke clocks right two times a day. <laughs> Whatever, Bong Bong. Yeah. What time is it, Bong Bong? <laughs> So, so these things. This, by the way, this is an armed robbery. This is this is high end criminality. This isn't pilfering. A, yeah. a team of armed dudes raided this warehouse and stole ten thousand high end expensive shoes. Right, wow. that worth hundred well, grand, two hundred grand's worth. Right, they should have kept the right ones in another warehouse. That's exactly what the fuck happened. Oh, no! <laughs> That's what the fuck happened. <laughs> what the fuck happened? They got away with it, but they were only the fucking right ones. <laughs> Somewhere out there, a beautiful fucking unscrupulous, but beautiful one-legged lady. <laughs> You'd be good, wouldn't you? You know, I have no morals. I'll take any stolen goods. I like a I like a Louis Vuitton. <laughs> oh, fuck, my stumps on the other side. Well, is that what they did? They just like see where the most landmines have been sold. <laughs> <laughs> Back into the foxy costume for you, Mister Glenn. <laughs> well, that's you know. There's an awful lot of those stories in the news. Here's some wacky criminals. Yeah. Don't knock on the door twice. You know, you know what I mean? Those yeah. Sort of, you know. 
most people are committing crime because you know they've had something bad's happened in their lives but I think that's quite a funny one yeah if you steal fucking 10,000 yeah. shoes that are only the right foot yeah it's so weird that they wouldn't like notice that like were they in boxes like just yeah. presumably it was like once they were in there man it's like shoemania man just take oh, the boxes yeah, yeah. you wouldn't even really you'd maybe look in it to see but would, would they you? put like two left shoes in one box i don't know because that I, would be the thing if you open it up you're like why is there only one but it's maybe. a good way it, well Maybe you just got on with the job, like you're a hitter and your your job is to steal shoes. Like you're not gonna you don't wanna feel like in front of the other guys. Like they I'm just should. gonna check them out, man, see what they're like. You know? Yeah, yeah, what size wear is them around. Like? <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are really good quality <laughs> shoes, man. Like, you know what I mean? We no, there would have been more kind of like macho. They would have been like just yeah. put them on a pallet, man. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, women only have left feet. I know that. Women only have left feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I pay attention. <laughs> um, they should. They should have posted a sign in the in the um, uh, warehouse, going, you, you know, this is the left foot warehouse. <laughs> Don't to, because they, you know, they, you're going to have to steal from the two criminals. Warehouses. The criminals have a have ten thousand useless shoes, but guess what? So do you. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. They or maybe it was that. maybe it was a kidnapping. If you ever want to see these left shoes alive again, <laughs> that's what I would do. Trying to sell them back to the shoe place at half the cost. You know, yeah. <laughs> send just... the heel of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the the fucking the millionaire who owns the shoe industry going, yes, well, good luck selling them. <laughs> and then somewhere across the oceans, just, just. <laughs> yes, that's right. The shoe pirate of Manila. <laughs> that's right. And then a lovely shoe. And a peg. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I will never have to buy shoes again. That's right. I've got 10,000 shoes. <laughs> Captain, the, the boat is really starting to list to the left. Well, you don't have to keep them on the left side just because they're like, you spread them out. It don't matter. <laughs> That's shoe crime for you. Now, yeah. I would like to address, while we're talking about crime upon the water. Yes. Apparently, like, I didn't even know this. And, I, you know, pretty much every stupid story out of Ireland doesn't get past me. Mostly because I'm in one in three of them. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a stranger to stupid fucking stories about Ireland myself. So this is a news report. Yeah. We're talking about local news here. This is, although Conor McGregor is obviously local to me, like, he's a Dubliner. Let me, let me just play you this. Just, okay. this is a, a brief, brief news clip. This gets stranger as it goes on. <laughs> a man who claimed it was his God-given right to sail a boat down the River Liffey has been sentenced to two months in jail along with his companion. Brian Stacey and Ronan Stevens were both drunk on board the vessel two and a half years ago. Really? Both have been released pending an appeal. <laughs> the Dublin 
District Court is not on any nautical map, but it was the destination today for yacht captain Brian Stacey and well his done. shipmate Ronan Stevens, who were both convicted of careless and drunk sailing and a breach of the peace under maritime law. They went maritime for an early law. morning cruise on the River Liffey on a bright... Right, so far, so, like, it's just, all we're talking about is a couple of guys who got a little bit squiffy on a boat and John Law and the long arm of the law and bureaucracy and you know what I mean all the fun sponges of Ireland just ruined it yeah. ju- just it's just early they're and out in the boat it wasn't just sodomy and the lash no, <laughs> you no. Know, like, they're just, it's a long tradition of a little bit of booze on a boat they've got a little bit squiffy in a boat why in the hell's it end up in court yeah and now I'll press play sunny summer morning on the 1st of June 2017 at 6am however they sailed the 26-foot pleasure craft into a shipping lane and refused to get out of it for either the RNLI or the harbour master. <laughs> How shit-faced do you have to be to tell the RNLI to fuck off? <laughs> yeah, all I mean, these assholes are back. Six in the morning, right? So, do they... Woken them up. They've, the, the alarm is gone. Yeah, oh, you think they started sailing at six in the morning? I think that's when the authorities found No, I'm talking it. about the RNLI. Like, yeah. That's an emergency service, but it's, is, is it not a volunteer force? They are volunteers, yeah. So you've woken up, these, you know, these guys are on the way to church or something. Like, sorry, honey, I, I got there's, 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 there's trouble at sea. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're going to actually save, you know, a boatload of orphans. <laughs> not these two. Characters, shall we call them? So, uh, I believe the police have to get involved. The, the cops arrest them. Yeah. Right, again, now, here's your moment here. To clarify the situation, you're just going for a, a dawn sail in a major shipping lane. Right? And the busy bodies of the RNLI have got involved. Big, big uh, volunteer rescue has got involved. <laughs> you're like it's finally the tourists (laughs) like the black and tans of the sea the RNLA (laughs) so there they are the busy bodies of the RNLA here the fun sponges of the high sea come along so you've you've dealt with them yeah there has been a bit of it there's been a bit of a miss a physical misunderstanding exactly with a, a Forty thousand ton cruise ship. Yeah, right. But well, you've offered to fight and declined. It, it, it yes, <laughs> it, it turned it down. You you get onto the shore. The cops are there. The guards, as we call them in Ireland, you decide the only thing in this situation to show you know that you were in fire. You know you're in fact perfectly rational actors. Strip naked. Yeah, uh, on their own. No, nobody stripped them to. to no, they it weren't. Wasn't a search or of. Uh, no, no, the guards weren't looking for shit on them. They just showed them that they had shit on them. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> using using the ancient habeas corpus law of, if I'm naked, you can't arrest me. <laughs> the, or perhaps under the belief they were invisible. That's true. And that's the only thing they could see was the clothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, it guys. I, the floating watch of the Liffey. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see him, Serge. There's just a watch. Yeah, I know There's what time watch. it is, but I can't <laughs> see him. 
I can see how many steps he's done. <laughs> we might be able to track him through the watch. <laughs> yes, and sadly, they've been, they've been arrested and end up in court. What world are we living in? Yeah. The men Three years. Three years in prison. I, I, did they get their clothes back? <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. If I, judge, they're going. if I was a judge, I would be like, no. No, they don't get them back. No, naked for you. Three years naked prison. Three years of naked Your prison. God given right. Which, by the way, is like 10 years of clothes <laughs> prison. <laughs> naked prison's a different kind of prison. It takes place in, in a regular prison, but you, you. They're not going to do it again. Yeah, they'll oil you up. You might get through the bars, just not in the direction you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> An unbelievable story, like yeah, yeah. But yet, on a different day, I'd never punch a mascot in the head. But yeah, I I definitely take on a, a cruise ship. Oh yeah, in a dinghy. Yeah. I'd throw an empty beer bottle at it and go, "I bless thee." <laughs> It's for luck, officer. You're supposed to throw these at it. I, I name you Shippy Mac Shippo. <laughs> it's tradition. Just like calling it after a lady. You must name the boat after a lady. Oh. Yes. All ships are women, you know that? Oh. Just the way all owls are men. <laughs> Do they go to Bermuda to breed? <laughs> Finally, this guy's realizing where I'm going with this. That's right. That's that's how you make a ship. An owl and a paper boat. <laughs> Do something very magical and mysterious together. And a mere 12 months later, you've got yourself a car ferry. Oh, One, wonderful. Mm -hmm. They told you this in Belfast, didn't they? <laughs> trying to cover up the Titanic. <laughs> it was fucking, fucking pitch perfect when I left here. I can tell you that for nothing. <laughs> beautiful. Old and beautiful. Old and beautiful. Yeah. Never, never met a lady named Titanic, so that was your problem. I, I didn't name it. <laughs> Seemed quite big to me. <laughs> I've never seen a lady happy to be named Titanic. <laughs> Generally, women don't like to be judged by their tonnage. <laughs> it's impolite to ask, and that's one of the rules of shipping. <laughs> Big time. They don't like you to point out the fact they've got barnacles below their shins. <laughs> Who can blame them? No. Good for you, ladies. Hmm. We've got ships named after you. Yeah, see, you got something. Yeah. Why are you always complaining so much? We all named we, all the ships after you. All we got you was the... Shut up. Yeah, all we got was the stupid owls. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yes. What, what have you got for me? We have a story from uh, my homeland. Oh, finally, finally we get to lampoon the Canadians. Well, if you can, it's a pretty unlampoonable place. <laughs> Fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> All our rules are in two languages. <laughs> yeah. 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 
We saw well, that's the, yeah, that's our excuse, you know. Well, I didn't know I was breaking it because it was one of the French laws, and I don't speak it. So, so what happened uh, in Canada? Yeah, they, you know, we have a very sort of center-left government. Um, yes, and they've they, they've taken on AI. They've 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 tried to embrace it. Uh, but it's just obvious what they're doing because they're using it for uh, refugee claims. And, right. Yeah, and they're now saying like, uh, you know, yes, we'll, we'll, we will use AI, but it definitely won't be involved in any of the final decisions. <laughs> like, just the ori- first decision. You're yeah. not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not racist. The computer was racist. Oh, gross. But there's nothing we can do. And you know, it's sort of hard to be, you know, because the computer's actually from Asia. Yeah. So it's really kind of your problem. Yeah. What did you uh, What did you think was gonna happen? Like you gotta talk to it. I don't. I don't know how to speak its language. It just said no, but I can't reason with it. Not my fault. No way. Yeah. This is your chicken coming home to roost. So if you want to go back to Asia with the computer, have a talk or the chicken. Either or. But you're not coming in as is. His name's as is? <laughs> oh, he's not coming in either for different reasons. But <laughs> Computer says no. Yeah, no way, eh? No way, eh? <laughs> Again, you're not welcome, no Jeez, way. Jeez, this computer just hooped you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you're coming across the ice with your head down, yo. <laughs> oh. oh, he got you. Oh, yeah. So, uh, fucking yard sale right there, you know. You weren't even looking, coming over the red line. You're slapping your stick, looking at the defenseman going, hey, hey, I'm open. And he's like, okay, well, if you want the puck, you can bang. Says here, there's a list of jobs we need in Canada. Heart surgeons, brain surgeons, mostly goons. Yeah. And, and Have you ever been a goon? Right-handed defenseman. How are you with... Are, are you right-handed? And can you play defense? Because that's what we need. Whether for some reason, there's there's not enough of them. Is it not? <laughs> no, there's not. Astonishing. <laughs> Astonishing to know about your people. <laughs> right-handed defenseman. Yeah, it's a really... It's a, it's a strange thing. You know, because in, in hockey... Um, like I, I write right-handed, but I'm left-handed. I shoot left, um, and so it doesn't doesn't actually correspond. Like not everybody who plays right-handed would write with their right hand. It's just sort of half and half. And for some reason, people who are good at being defensemen are generally left-handed, and there's lesser of right-handed defensemen. So at the uh, at the upper elite pro level, right-handed defensemen are like hen's teeth. I see. They exist, but uh, yeah. Like hen's teeth. <laughs> what? They're just like hen's teeth. They're they're very well paid and exist. <laughs> Sadly, forward born. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. There's no uh, autumnal leaf on your fucking flag. <laughs> Do your uh, trees create sticky, delicious juice? <laughs> yeah. Well then, what's the point of them? What's this? 
Can you put your can you put your trees on a pancake? <laughs> I mean anybody could, but like how would it taste? Savory. Yeah. Bet you got your picture from one of those countries with savory treats. Yeah. Like France. <laughs> we are we've got enough. Quite enough <laughs> fucking Pepsi, thanks very much. <laughs> this province is a Coca-Cola province. <laughs> Well, you know, you've, you've blown my mind because I always thought Canada is very um, open-minded to immigration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they well, they, they were. Well, not until really. the robots. Until the robots. Well, even the wolves weren't really supposed to be in Canada. We, we were refugees. Sank the boat. So, and that was back in the forties. You so, sank a boat? Oh yeah, yeah. They were Estonian refugees and. Uh, they got to Halifax, and they'd, they'd stolen a boat in Sweden um, and re- retrofitted it. And I say I've never been to Sligo. I have been to Sligo to say thank you uh, because the boat uh, ran out of gas. They had a storm, and they had to stop in Ireland. England would not let them in, so they had to stop in Ireland. And the priest uh, in Sligo talked to uh, the town officials and said, let them let them off the boat uh, and we can give them uh, food and, and a warm bed. Particularly the small, pretty ones. There was a bath mentioned that I was like, did you need a bath? <laughs> uh, but they did, and the people of Sligo were very nice, and the, and the Estonian refugees, including my father and my grandparents, they hung with the people of Sligo while they fixed the boat. Uh and they fed us, and then they went across uh, the Atlantic Ocean and hit another storm, and all the food got washed off of the... Um, they lost the food, uh, and they had enough gas to get to Halifax. They were heading to New York, and if the people of Sligo hadn't fed them, they would have been in big trouble. They Because the food... Got, yeah, so we got to Halifax... Everybody got off the boat, and the Canadian authorities like, "Hey, what? No, you you can't like just come in, right? You gotta have papers and shit." So the captain tell us about your trees. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, first of all, have you got any trees with you? Everybody knows them. Pine nuts are nice. Do add a little crunch to salad. But it's not like sticky, delicious Canadian. It's not the same thing. Uh, so the captain said, "Oh yeah, no, all the papers and that's all on the boat. Well, I'll go, I'll go get them." So everybody was on the shore, and he went out in a boat and pulled the plug and uh, like blew it up. I think he either pulled the plug or he lit it on fire. But then he came back. He's like, "You're not gonna believe what happened." And the papers were on there. Oh no! I pulled the plug. Well, like the boat was sank a it. bath. Sank it. Sank it. And I, well, apparently it was like. Like you just would have had to fucking put your foot on it, and it would have. Yeah. Good yeah. lord! And that's how the wolves ended in Canada. Yeah, yeah, they were just like oh, eating yeah. trees. Yeah, we eating. weren't even wolves back then. We were wolves. Wolves. Yes. God, it must be an extraordinary. The first time your your Estonian father ate the juice of a tree. Yeah. Well, they no, the Estonians knew about that because my my Isa, my Vana Isa, 
he um, he he knew how to do that. He used to have um, tree sap. We used to drink it, and it was it was old uh, <coughs> old old school. Why were they? Why were Estonians drinking trees? What was the flavor? We had the one. Uh, it's not. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't syrupy. I think it was willow. To be honest, and he was drinking it for um, its anti-inflammatory pro- properties. Well, there you go. And uh, you know that's how uh, that's how they figured out uh, aspirin, because it used to be an old trick of feeding willow to goats, and then the milk would. Uh, uh, it would be, be the milk was an anti-inflammatory, and that's how they because aspirin is willow. Well, wellity, well, 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 or shall I say, wool, 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 wool. <laughs> what? What? A, I had no idea that we were going to end up in how the fuck we got aspirin. <laughs> thank you very much, or shall I say, thank you, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, just, Canada. Just remember that Canadian AI when you when you think that you've found this little workaround to keep people out. Just remember that was the um, it was the it was the refugees and and the hardworking men and women that were just looking for a second chance that made that country great. So fuck off with your little computer and just let the people in. They're good. Like, if they got there, if they made it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a great national slogan. If you got here, (laughs) you're in. That's right. Because we need a right-handed defensive Yeah, and they don't grow on trees. And they're not sticky on... (laughs) They're not sticky in the morning. Actually, you know what the problem was? They are quite tasty on a fucking pancake. (laughs) Who are? The right-handed defensemen. We've been eating them. That's what... But not our pancakes. A lot of countries eat sausages. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we've eaten Gordo Sinclair. <laughs> he was a hell of a player. But, but a better sausage. How <laughs> <laughs> can eat better sausage? <laughs> See you later, Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gord's coming out for a fucking twirl on the ice. And the first star of the game, Gordo Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> We hardly knew he. <laughs> All right, Egypt of the World has been presented to you. By the Pod People Productions. Poppy Productions. Poppington Productions. Poppy Productions. Pod People Productions. Pippi Bum Biggity Productions. Throw some Estonian in, why don't you? What would Herman the sausage say? I'm Kane's mustard! <laughs> <laughs>